Greetings and shalom. I am Linda Handy, a member of St. John Lutheran Church, and welcome you to today's podcast, a devotion first on Ezekiel 21 through 24 and following with Proverbs 30. As a former English teacher, it delighted my heart to hear Ezekiel employ the five W's of composition, who, what, when, where, why, in his introduction. Ezekiel was a prophet and priest who received a vision plus the word of the Lord in the 30th year, fifth day, fourth month, and fifth year of Israel's exile around 597 B.C. As he was exiled in Babylon, the land of the Chaldeans, and sitting on the river bank of the Kiber River, also known as the Kiber Canal, he was told by God to deliver, quote, words of lamentation, warning, and woe for Judah. But watch out and remember, God's word is not for one people or one time, but for all people and all times. With that in mind, let's unpack the message Ezekiel was called to proclaim in chapters 21 through 24. These chapters were called the Sword Song by theologian Charles Feinberg. It is not a sweet Hallmark movie song. It's a song about a lover's righteous anger after being forsaken and denied. Anger that will fall in chapter 21, leaving a bloody, melted city and people in chapter 22 and 23, and a boiling cauldron of destruction and despair in chapter 24, things so horrendous that none will be able to grieve. The message of warning is clearly for our enlightenment as much as it was for those in 597 B.C. In those days and in ours, people who should be called by God's name had abandoned God and His ways. In his extensive and graphic list of charges in chapters 21 through 23, Ezekiel brings God's notification that they have defiled themselves with idols, sacrificing blood and lives to false gods. They had been enticed into doing what was right in their own eyes. As sinners, we continue to commit the same transgression. Right now, each of us could compile a list of personal and corporate shortfalls. Then, as now, behaviors have consequences, and in chapter 23, the word of the Lord came down. Quote, Behold, I will deliver you into the hands of them, because you have played the harlot with the nations and polluted yourself with their idols. You will bear the consequences of your lewdness and idolatry. Your lewdness shall be requited upon you, and you shall pay the penalty for your sinful idolatry. And so it was, as God had spoken, quote, In the ninth year, in the tenth month, on the tenth day of the month, the king of Babylon laid siege to the city of Jerusalem. Close quote. His judgment will be no different for us. What are we to learn from this warning to a long-dead people? Let's turn our attention to Proverbs 30, where we hear the musings and petitions of Augur. The identity of Augur is lost in the sands of time. However, his message of truth remains. In verses 1 through 6, he reveals his and humanity's failings. He acknowledges his weary, worn-out, failed state of being as opposed to the glory and capabilities of God. Although failed and fallen, Augur 
professes the truth of reliance on God's words in verses 5 and 6, saying, quote, Every word of God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. Do not add to his words, lest he rebuke you, and you be found a liar, close quote. Yes, it is in God's word that we find truth through the power of the Holy Spirit to strive to live lives, quote, holy and acceptable unto him, close quote. It is the word that we are provided food that is needful for us to thrive. Brothers and sisters, we are no different than the people of Ezekiel and Augur's day. We too commit adultery against the Lord and forget our first love, as it's called in Revelation 2.4. We too must return to the Lord our God. We too must hope and trust only in the Lord. In Ezekiel 21, 26, and 27, we hear that the princes of Israel are admonished to take off their crown. They and we must not exalt that which is low and abase that which is high. Take off the crown of self and put on his righteousness. Then, as Augur professes in 35, quote unquote, he will be a shield to those who take refuge in him. Therefore, let us take refuge in God, neither full of ourselves and deny our Lord, or poor in spirit and profane the Lord. Not rather, as in 30.32, if we have been foolish, and we all have been, exalting ourselves, devising evil, let us put our hands over our mouth. In other words, let us stop, drop, and pray. I'd like to close in prayer. Dear Lord and Heavenly Father, we acknowledge your sovereignty in our lives and your judgment to come. Lord, we ask that we, with the guidance of the Holy Spirit, be obedient to your will and walk humbly in your ways. May we go forth to bring the good news of your gifts of grace and salvation in Jesus. May we deny ourselves and put on our hope and trust in you. To God's glory and in Christ's name. Amen.